Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to My Songs Suck, the show where we listen to bad songs from good writers. I'm Alex Smith and I'm a musician. I'm James Keogh and I'm the friend of a musician. Let's get started. Welcome to episode three of My Song Suck. I'm Alex Smith. I'm James Gale. It's good to be back. It is good to be back, isn't it? It sure is. Another, <laughs> another episode. Sorry. Are you okay, Alex? Yeah, sorry. I just I didn't know what to say. I was like, i got to say something. It is a very good opportunity <laughs> to be back in the room. I mean, where's the lie? I'm having a good time. Yeah, I'm always having a good time when I'm... I here. love my mum. Do you? Okay. I do. I just want to... That's canon. I love my mom. Yeah. I didn't say it. Like, last episode that we did about one of my songs, uh, I talked about my dad a bunch. Yeah. And it was just kind of eating away at me, like, lying in bed at night, like, I didn't tell everyone I love didn't my mom Didn't give as well. enough credit to mom. Yeah, mom gave me lots of credit. <laughs> uh, no, wait, she didn't give me credit. Well, she did give me credit when it was due, but uh, she Oof. gave me a lot of inspiration and support. Very nurturing mom. Oh, I love I my mom. I'm so glad. that's canon. Thank you for clarifying. I don't think any of us listening... You kind of listened to it and said, well, this is a man who hates uh, his mother. Um, but no, thank you for clarifying. Did your mom complain or, any, or is it just, does this come from anywhere or just you felt that she it was, needed to be? She was just be? a little extra supportive and lovely. Okay. And I, I think, she didn't say it, but I think she was just feeling <laughs> a little bit left out. And I just want to say, I love you, mom. Thank All you right. very much for being a wonderful mom. I love Alex's mom as well. Good. Good. <laughs> I'm not going to let you make this weird. <laughs> I'm not going to let you make this weird. Thank you for saying that nice thing about my mum. Oh, you're welcome. I have a as well a clarification, a, uh, a small correction. Um, I, in the previous episode, in episode two, when we were talking to Aiden Bradley, I made a zoo, a, a joke about uh, Yoronga Zoo. I made a zoo. That's a movie, right? <laughs> we, we made a zoo. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. That was rude of me. I made a joke. Where I was like, yeah, I prefer Yoronga Zoo. That's not a zoo. That doesn't exist. It's not a thing. Yoronga is a suburb in Brisbane, and Taronga is a zoo in Dubbo, and the one that I meant. Um, so I did want to clarify that, just a quick clarification. But other than that, let's get into this episode that we're doing of the podcast that we do. Yes, let's. Uh, this song is, um, yeah, second song on I'm the album. The second song. And um, this is Emma Emma. Yes, this song is called Emma Emma. Uh, I feel that a lot of people were saying that the first one, like people who have listened to the episode have been like, yep. that, that song was, was pretty good. Like, I think you're just your, your own worst critic. Yep. Uh, and like listening back, you know, being a bit more chill, it's like, yeah, you know, it's, it's got some charm. I can see it. Mm-hmm. This song oh. does not have charm. <laughs> it is, I think, could be used as a form of psychological torture. You think and so? I, will, I will go into that because I do have a basis for that. Oh, my goodness. Um. I just think it's garbage, and I think I, ha- I got to have one song where I was like, what a charming boy, before it became like, oh, he's a garbage boy. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Uh, I, but I was 15 to 16. This was 2008, 2009. Sure. Uh, not saying that justifies any of it, but uh, it's just a different time. We were all kids once. We were. Um, <laughs> some more kids than others. Yeah. That's not true. We're all the same amount of kids. <laughs> But the category that I listed it as is uh, pop rock is okay. what I what I said it was. Also, uh, amazing was easy listening. I, I didn't say amazing what category it was. Amazing is easy listening. I violently disagree with that. <laughs> with past Alex. But uh, apparently it was easy listening, if any of you were wondering. Well, also, think, sorry, yes. an important thing. Um, a, if, if you like the song, let us know. Like, give us some feedback. Yeah. We, we love feedback and podcasts don't really seem to be great for it. But also, uh, at the end of this season... Uh, we want to remake one of these songs or maybe like a couple of them. Yeah. Uh, so like feel free to let us know if you're like, this is a song I really want to hear you like remake. Um, and like that's a bit of a fun thing, right? I think so, yeah. If you think a song has a potential to be good, let us know. Um, 
One other thing I was thinking, just because sure. I can't think of a point where it would fit in the episode. Great. I was trying to think of like what would be a cool group name for like our audience. Oh, like a fan, like the yeah. what do we call our fans? And I, I was, I, was thinking I like, did air quotes on that one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't carry. But I was, um, I was thinking suckers, but I don't feel com- suckers. Yeah, because my songs suck. Hey, suckers! But I don't like calling my audience suckers. Because that's kind of mean. I also just don't enjoy the word suckers. I think we should have a, an episode on like Valentine's Day where it's like, my songs suck, but like with two C's. Oh, no. <laughs> I disagree. I'm going to veto that. I love it. I'm going to veto that idea. <sighs> so yeah, if you guys think of a name that isn't suckers, <laughs> throw it at us. It's not hard. Uh, all right, I think that's probably enough uh, waffle before the... Um, I've been racking... For the past, like, 20 seconds, I've been racking my brain trying to come up with something better than suckers. There's nothing, right? <laughs> Sucker, it just works. What about... Um, no, I've lost... I can't. Right? I mean, there is something. There's definitely something. I don't think there is, buddy. Oh, gosh. I think... Find it for us. Oh, wait, no, yes, and. There is something. <laughs> Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope <laughs> to find a better word than suckers in the English language. We don't think you're suckers. We think you're beautiful and wonderful. It's just uh, it's a means to an end. It's just a good way of categorizing because it's the name <laughs> of the show. Anyway. So let's uh, get into this song. This song is Emma. Emma. First album. Still the same album. Second track off of Holy... First album's Batman. Holy first album's Batman. Why? Okay, sorry. Before we get into it, again, just like to make this intro more long. Yes. Uh, this is something I was wondering from last time. Why is it Holy First Albums? Because it's like, holy inflatable sharks, Batman. Just to pluralize it. Yeah, just plural. To conform some... it to what Robin says, I guess. Yeah. Which is odd because I don't particularly care for Batman. Yeah. He's all right. He's, a, he's an okay guy. If I saw him in a room, I wouldn't be like, oh my God. I'd be like, yep. <laughs> there he is. You know? <laughs> Man dressed as a bat. All right. That's an opinion I can say that I'm not going to freak out and stress over and be like, I shouldn't have said that. Like, I give no fucks about Batman. Come at us, Batman fans. Should we call our audience Batman fans? Yeah, you're you're Batman fans. That's what we call you. Anyway, let's get into this song. This is Emma Emma. And let's listen to it right now. When you came here, had no friends I said your loneliness was at an end You meant the world to me I said nothing could ruin us and you agreed You said if I had a task That I needed doing all I happens to ask So allow me to take the floor Why is it you don't talk to me anymore? Maybe you don't want a man by 
Now, uh, we just listened to Emma. Emma, uh, <laughs> throughout the entire process, he had at least one hand on his face, fucking covering his face at my all eyes. times. It's because I was crying, and I had to not let you guys see me fucking cry with embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. All right. So what do we talk about? How do we... Let's unpack this, shall let's we? Let's unpack Emma, Emma, ladies and gentlemen. Um, let's talk about... I guess the context of this song and, and what it's written about and yeah. when it was written. Yeah, because uh, I think this is kind of a problematic opinion. I think this is a... I'm... Okay. I feel I should put some context to this because you guys might think, like, I'm a gross, like, nice guy kind of guy. And I just want to say that, like, I wore a fucking trilby to my semi-formal. So, and I was 100% a nice guy. So yes. And I hate it. And I hate <laughs> it about myself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was like the weirdly chivalrous fucking. I don't think I ever intentionally said milady, but I probably did. <laughs> and this was at a time. Okay, so a photo was taken of me during uh-huh. high school, during like this kind of year, maybe a year earlier. Sure. I used that photo to win an ugly competition recently. <laughs> I won tickets to a show by entering like an ugly competition. Oh my gosh. And that so that's photo. this boy singing this song. That but- photo is in the show notes. Uh, uh, yeah, no, fuck it, do it, do it. I'm claiming who I am, who I was. It's part of the journey. But uh, I was the biggest fuck. Just a gross opinions. And uh, I mean, that's that's from your perspective. That's true. I, I, in a more calm note, I feel like a lot of my anxieties and perceptions of myself and like why I feel so guilty and shitty is because I had opinions in the past that I don't agree with now and sure I hate that I can't change the past but you can't change the past all you can change is who you are now yeah and I feel like that's an experience that literally everyone has you know what I'm saying yeah like um yeah you're not alone in in having shitty teenage opinions Everyone's yeah. shitty, shitty teenage Yeah, teenage. I mean, like, holding this, Alex, to, like, the standards of today and, like, an adult and being like, hey, fucking don't be shitty. Yeah. You know? And I was like, oh, I'm young. I'm like, fuck you, past Alex. <laughs> but uh, present Alex is here now. And- right. But past Alex uh, wrote Emma Emma. He did. And you asked for context and I just went off in a weird, angry <laughs> <About> <laughs> <spiel>. <laughs> I just, I just need everyone to know that, like, I know. Right, I know. Yeah, yeah. It kills me, but uh, context for this song. Uh, this was my first big crush. My first big I'm in love crush, and that's why I wrote a song about it, because um, I feel I should say I was very much a child of my environment and society. I think that uh, I was raised by my parents, obviously, but also like film, television, songs. Sure. And they really pump out an idea of romance, relationships, yeah. all that stuff. And I think this is kind of an overarching thing for the whole podcast, but I think this kid is the result of just, if you just let someone fester in an echo chamber of what society says is sure. how things should be relationship wise yeah. and love and like sexuality and everything, this is what you get and it's not healthy. And that's why we need to, you know, change things. Look at that and look at it through a, through a bit of a lens. Yeah. What's, 
in particular, what kind of attitudes do you derive from this that are the result of of, of that, of that society? Uh, well, uh, definitely the idea of, like, the love at first sight, the whole, like, when I meet the one, I will know, and, you know, it's going to be perfect, which means that when I met uh, Emma, mm. uh, Emma's not a real name, by the way, but... Yep. Um, <laughs> which is dumb because I had a friend called Emma at the time. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> I'll use a, a fucking nom de plume. A nom de plume. Uh, a pseudonym. A pseudonym. Um, her name was not Emma. Uh, I'm not going to say her real name because I, yeah. I don't want to call her out and affiliate her with sure. this shittiness. For the purposes of the podcast, she is Emma. Yeah, we'll call her Emma. Emma. Um, what was the question? Sorry. <laughs> so- <laughs> Um, what, yeah, the values, so you're saying uh, like love at first sight, so like yeah. when you came here, you had no friends. I said your loneliness was at an end. You kind of swooped in, you saw her. Well, con- you... context for that, she was new to school. Sure. She literally had no friends, she, but she didn't have no friends. She just didn't know anyone at the school. Yeah. Uh, and we became tight. We became really, like really genuinely really good friends. One of the best friends I've had. Mm. Sorry, James. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> no, nah, but we, we were super tight. Still one of the best friendships I've had. Um... Yeah, she was just really cool and really. Are you different. guys still friends today? We're still t- we're still friends. Talking, uh, yeah. like we're still talking. Cool. Uh, she lives far away, uh, but we're not on bad terms by any means. Mm. And she's really happy where she is. I'm very proud of. Uh, she's got a business going. Oh, nice, fantastic. Yeah, yeah really, really great. There's proud. a happy end to the story <laughs> to the Emma Emma saga. The happy ending being that she moved the fuck on <laughs> and made a better life without me. Uh, but no, I'm really happy for her, and she's uh, happy and healthy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think. Yeah, I saw someone that I thought was cool, mm. immediately idolized them, put them on a pedestal, uh, saw her for what she was, but also what she wasn't. You know, yeah. I just, just idolized her and made her this idea in my head and that's not healthy and it's not correct. And so this song's all like, oh, you fucking, you can know what I think about. And then um, fucking high school drama, uh, we had another friend who was a dude um and it was the three of us and we were tight as fuck and we yep. used to play music and see movies and then uh i was like hey man i think i really like this girl and then um he got with her and right then they were doing a thing and then they broke up and then it was weird that we were hanging out so then we didn't talk anymore oh dang yeah and it was, it was a bit of a shame yeah but um i think the reason that it's so shitty is because i i know myself well enough like never in my life have i been like, I was definitely a sappy, romantic, milady, like, nice yeah. guy. Just the worst person. Not the worst person. Subjective, blah, blah, blah. Sure. This is my opinion of myself. I can pick on myself. I wouldn't say this to anyone else. Yes, yeah. Because, you know, when you hold yourself to a different standard. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was like that. Um, I forgot my point. And it was a good and important point. You were the kind of... Nice guy, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, yeah, so I was definitely that. I was never the, she doesn't like me, what a bitch, fuck her. Okay, I was never yeah. that kind of. And I, I, I know myself well enough to know this song is not, fuck you, it's, I'm sad about this situation. Okay. However, there is still a lot of um, accusatory language in this. Like I talk about, you slept with my best friend. Right. When it was really him, you know, that like he was like, and you don't own people. You can't say like, hey, stay away from her. But there's still a thing of like, hey, I like this person. Like I want to try something. And then like, do you think in that situation and like not to delve too much into all that high school drama, but like, Mm. was that a thing that he did out of spite? No, no. Like we we were kids. Yeah. Like, I think maybe I probably would have done the same to him. You know, like we yeah. both we both liked her, and yeah, the right. opportunity all is, arose for him. And he, all is fair. You know, I think we we were just kids, selfish kids who, yeah. you know, hadn't done anything with anyone and just wanted to be close to people that we cared about. Yeah, you know? yeah. And so it, it seems kind of within the context of the songs. I we that, just got message your photo. <laughs> that is not the song. That, oh, that is not the photo. We just received a photo <laughs> from our Facebook. producer. That's not the photo, but it's a photo. So uh, there's an example of who I was. There, uh, uh, there is a trilby involved. There is a, yeah, that wasn't even <laughs> the time. That was just a time I was wearing a trilby. And uh, let me just double check. An eyebrow raised. There we go. Uh, but and I, a Hawaiian that's the shirt. the logo worn. of our podcast, man. You <laughs> the eyebrow raised. But no, uh, this, song, this song has a lot of accusatory language. And... That's the thing. I was never a, fuck you, bitch. I was a much more dangerous kind. Okay. The kind who thinks he's in the right 
and like is more subtle. I was the emotionally manipulative kind of oh, guy. Oh no. You know, which is not great. And I was the guy who didn't even think he was doing anything wrong. Who mm. was just like here's just a shitty situation, you know? Right. Okay. And it's your fault, you know, and that's yeah, not yeah. a good way to be. And it's some bullshit. And I hate it, but you know all you can do is accept the past and move on. Like fortunately no one was hurt. But crazy anecdote. Okay. So this guy like he really hurt me with you, this. Like, oh, he, the, he really yeah. hurt me and betrayed my trust with this. Uh-huh. Uh, and again, I can't stress enough. Like, you can't call dibs on a person. Yes. Uh, this was just a situation where I was like, I, you know, I just really like this person, and hey, I, you know, I'd like to do something. And then he just did. Yeah. You know. Um. But yeah. But uh, we didn't talk after that. We didn't talk to him again. Uh, and that was like ten years ago. Mm. I haven't spoken to him since. Guess who I saw on the fucking bus today? Today. Today. You're on the way here. Joking. Nope. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Did you guys talk? <laughs> no, fuck no. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I uh, checked his Facebook. Okay, uh, just of course. to be like, hey, you still like because I saw his, his Facebook got just suggested to me recently. Ah, oh, right. Uh, and the last thing he said, which was like four years ago, was like, check my girl's breath. It smells like balls. And I was like, uh, you know what? I'm pretty glad that I don't talk to you anymore. Savory character. <laughs> yep. Uh huh. So uh, that's the context. <laughs> I that's see the context for this song. I was a. It was my first big heartbreak. Sure. Yeah. And I am aware of how shitty I was about it. So there you go. Well, I mean, you, yeah. I, I think you know this. This comes off as as just that as a first heartbreak. A person who has all these emotions that. He kind of hasn't had before, I, I would say, or like yeah. hasn't felt um, something in that extreme of of you know, and and whether or not it's just kind of a high school crush or whatever, the feelings obviously are legitimate and and are things you did feel at that time. Yeah, like- um, and I think this kind of the language you know used in it sort of extends from that and extends from this it's very real, very genuine emotion that you were feeling at the time. Mm. That's, um, that's the other thing. Like, this situation happens a lot. Like, you're not, yeah. you're not wrong because there's, there's a thing kind of going around where it's like, oh, you, you know, you wanted to date me and now you're just trapped with my friendship. What a shame, you know? Like, fuck. But, like, mm. no, because you're allowed to be sad. Like, friendship and a relationship are two very different situations. And okay. if you wanted something... And, you know, it's like, actually, no, we're just friends. Then, like, yeah, you know, you're allowed to be disappointed. Yeah. You're allowed to feel your feelings. But as soon as you start being like, hey, fuck you, then fuck you, mister. Ooh. Fuck you for, like... Turn it around. Yeah, like, we can't control how we feel. Yeah. So just feel your feelings. But just don't do anything that hurts anybody else. No, you know? I definitely see where you're, you're coming from with that. Yeah. And, like, I, I've had this situation very recently. I made a very strong connection with someone that I really liked. Um, and it looked like it was going to be something else, and then now we don't talk anymore. And mm. that's sad, but, like, I feel like... I mean, for me, it was a good thing because I realized how far I've come. Sure. Because I didn't write a song about it for a start. <laughs> um, sure. And, like, I feel no ill will. Like, we're just, we're just cool. And yeah. if we talk, that's cool, and if we don't, that's fine. But, you know, like, you mentioned that you didn't write a song, and that's a good thing, but also, like... If if that's your way of expressing the things that you're feeling and like going through whatever you are experiencing at the time, like it seems like with this song, you know, I don't know how you, I don't know if it was cathartic for you to write this song. Like, what, what did it feel like to get this out to record this? I I've always felt like writing songs are like pulling a thorn out. Mm-hmm. Like it, it feels good, but um, I don't know. There are some songs I won't write about, and I think unrequited love has become one of those because I think. Unrequited love is at least the way it's portrayed in songs and films. It's just unhealthy. Sure. And yeah, actually, I, I, I'm just gonna. I think it's unhealthy at all. If you if you love someone and they don't love you back, and you haven't told them about it, right? Then you know you're just driving yourself crazy. You know. Sure. And if you do act on it and they don't like you back, then that's kind of a gross situation. You know, if you just keep on trying to make something keep happen yearning, with someone yeah, who's without. like, I, I don't want anything. You know, and I'm I'm not about that. And I think. You know, I don't think that there is a way for it to be healthy. I think, yeah, it does definitely take a certain level of emotional maturity to understand that a situation that you want to have happen and that you've kind of convinced yourself is the best outcome mm. 
you know, being able to realize that there is a world outside of that and that there is, you know, there's this other person's entire life outside of you, outside of, of you as this person, um, it takes a certain amount of, you know, of, of facing yourself and facing who you are to kind of understand that and to get over it, air quotes. Absolutely. You know. Also, I will say, because um, I think I kind of brush over it, like, uh, my, uh, I don't want to talk about mental health stuff again. No, um, you're right. This rejection and abandonment is kind of a big deal for me, I'll say. Okay. Um, and this was one of, if not the first, in a, a long line of rejections that just broke me as a person. And it was one final one a few years later that made me realize that you can't behave like this to people. Right. And that's when I started being better as a person, when I realized like mm. these things keep happening because of this thing I do and I need to better myself. And I didn't, unfortunately, for this podcast for quite a long time. Yeah. Um, so we get a lot of garbage Alex songs for a while, but um, no. Nah. I mean, at least you had that learning curve. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there are people who, who have behavior like this and, and behavior that is worse than, than this. You know, I'd, I'd even call this not not even the worst I'd, I'd say this is kind of pretty typical for a teenager at the time maybe even yeah. um but like yeah there are there are people who just were whether they're you know raised with it or whatever they've gotten their ideas of of what relationships are and what you know sexuality is and what the roles should be the quote-unquote roles in a relationship uh who just don't have that moment of realization and who can continue to go on with with how they think the world works, mm. even if it is this toxic thing, even if it's, this is, you know, if it's a negative thing, um, there are people who don't have your moment of realisation of saying, oh, actually, maybe there's something about me that I need to change. Um, so, yeah, I think I think even if there is this stuff that is pretty negative in your past, it, it at least informed who you are now, True. which, um, you know, is a person who does value people and who doesn't, um, you know, behave in, in this way and, and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Who values relationships. Mm, As true. a cool guy a who cool makes guy. cool music. Thank you. We, <laughs> we try to keep it fun and funky fresh here in my song. So yeah. we'll probably move away from the, uh, sure. the hectic stuff. But I, I think it was definitely a conversation that had to be had, mm. especially seeing as how, like I said, how important. Because, almost, yeah, like Amazing was me being like, I'm going to be great. And this whole series of songs, if anything, is the story of disillusionment from yeah. someone who was raised on television that was like, the good guys always win if you want it bad enough. True love is, like, real. It's out there. The kind where you meet someone and you know instantly and then you have mm. forever and, like... Which, you know, might I mean, exist. It might exist. You I'm, know, I'm like, it, it... There's definitely healthy, really happy relationships. Yeah, yeah. The idea of, like, the one where it's like, you know, I, I'm destined to meet this person, like, destined, right. I'm not sure about. But, um, it's, yeah, this whole thing is a story of, like, this kid who has just learning that that's not the case yeah. necessarily. And this this situation, this song was hugely like the catalyst. Yeah. And uh, as we said about other people who like have these behaviors and haven't had the moment, um, consequences mm. for that behavior is the key because that's how I changed. There were that's consequences to my behavior. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, I'm let's look- get to the stuff shall we i'm looking at these lyrics oh why though why would you (laughs) why would you do that to yourself let's uh let's start off as something a question i wanted to ask because you do start with one two one two three four (sighs) yep in what i believe is a different time signature completely different (laughs) why why would i even do that like i'm the one who has the song in front of me yeah why how how could that happen is what gets me uh-huh i'm in the program i'm recording the music yeah how could i have made it out of time <laughs> i oh yeah but uh in answer to like why uh that was another i wanted to sound real because right. that was probably from so you intentionally did it incorrectly? Is that what I'm, is that what you're saying? Not intentionally incorrectly, uh-huh. but uh, I but think you intentionally kept it in there. In in the true habit of Alex fucking stealing from his influences, I reckon that was uh, "Kickapoo" by Tenacious D. Oh, good, nice. Where uh, they wanted it to sound like they wanted the whole movie to sound like the starting of a gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's why the Tenacious D Pick of Destiny movie starts with like one, two. In fact, it's 
probably the same time as yeah i think it's probably i probably did the same time as the start of the pick of destiny so you just ripped it directly yeah like i ripped it so much that it didn't like to the detriment of what i was doing yeah that really is just a ripoff but you can't trademark fucking (laughs) six numbers numbers it's just numbers come at us tenacious (laughs) d it's just numbers oh good lord but yeah no that um (laughs) yeah but i yeah i just want it to be a cool live thing but uh yeah, that's just garbage. <laughs> just some bullshit. Fuck. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Um, do we want to do, like, things that's good about it first? Or do we want to do that oh, afterwards? Oh, yeah. Do we want to, like, put a positive spin on the end? No, what do you like about this song? I think it's actually got a pretty earwormy kind of chorus. Like, chorus is nice. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Good chorus. Um, unfortunately, that's it. <laughs> that's <laughs> all that that's all good about this. this garbage it's a good go- I've got positives. Good chorus. Good chorus. That's it. That's a good chorus. But it's a good chorus. I think if I were to remake this one, I think it'd be, mm. I, it could be a banger. Yeah, I think so. But uh, if I were to remake it, I'd speed it the fuck up because it's yeah, so slow. Yeah, it does slow. kind of just sort of. Oh my God. It's oh, it's like listening. You know how there's like Lego and then there's like those big fat ones where it's like Duplo. Duplo. It's like I'm listening to Duplo because it's like you have a bass line and you have chords and then lyrics. It's like someone described what a song was down the phone and then I wrote it. Like I don't understand why Duplo had to come into this. I don't quite get it. Okay, because like name a wonderful song you like. Oh, um throwing that at you. Sorry. Yeah, sure. Um Come Together by the Beatles. Come Together. That's Lego. That's Lego oh, because I see. there's lots of little finicky awesome twiddly bits. Sure. You know. Actually, Come Together is quite basic as well that that's what makes it so beautiful yeah, yeah. It's quite uh but like the fiddly bits are what makes the song good sure that's the difference between when you go to a restaurant and like you have a seasoned person being like ah oh, beef stroganoff and blah, blah 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 and someone who doesn't normally take it they're like oh, i just don't get it it's like that's because you're not you're not a food you gotta, person, oh okay you know yeah so, and, uh, so you listening to this is different to me listening to this because you i, I mean i guess in a, that's not the point i was trying to make oh, but right. yes that yeah yep like um some, when you do something a bunch, you, you know when someone's just like, oh, I painted this painting. It's like, oh, it's great. It's like, oh, the, these bits are weird. And they're like, right. I don't see what you're talking about. It's like, it's because it's a thing. It's like watching figure skating because you'd be like, that triple twirl was the best because I can't do a trip. I've never. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. that. And then the judges are like, actually. That was a bad triple twirl. Yeah, you, yeah. you fucked that up so extravagantly. Yeah. It's just, like, what are you talking like about? Um, but uh, no, this song is like, Basic, basic, basic. Okay. To this, like, I feel like you should be able to hear how basic, like, the chords were just, like, it was a situation where I, yeah, I was, like, checking off a list. Sure. It was like, you have chords, you have bass, you have drums, right. you have voice. Okay, yeah. But uh, there are so many more subtleties to music that I, I didn't know. It's like counter melodies. Um, I, like, oh, the thing I do in this, I think, which was the tripod influence coming in, the Australian band tripod, who yep. are fantastic. They do a lot of great things with voices. And so I was really trying a lot of vocal stuff here. Yeah, you tried... Okay. <laughs> you did an echo. Yes. Um, that just kind of sounds like there's a guy who can't keep up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's just you'll say one line and then it'll be you in the background saying the same line. Yeah. Like, again. bored? Yeah. Like, I have a lot of vocal stuff. Like, bit was like, not to sound, please. There's one that's going... Not sound cliche, but okay. and then another one that's like not to sound sound cl- cliche, <laughs> just like weird. I was like, I would have lots of complicated stuff happening, but uh, it's it's organized. I think chaos. for one of them, when you say the word cliche, there's another you saying the word sound or something. Yeah, because yeah. I hear cliche, cliche every time. A new line of slushies from Gucci, cliche, <laughs> cliche. Uh, I okay, so there's something very important. There are a few important things we can learn from this song. Great. This was at a time where I was doing music extension, I think, where or maybe just music. Uh, my music teacher, Miss TJ, who gave me a free piano. Oh, thanks, Miss TJ. Thanks, Miss TJ. Like legit, thanks. I tried to give her a free copy of my EP, and I can't find her anymore. Oh no, boo! I want to be like, thanks for giving me a free piano and telling me I could write songs. Miss TJ, were- if you're listening, yeah, thanks, Miss TJ. Like for real, we'll track you down. Yeah, we'll track you. Don't say that. That sounds <laughs> We'll find you. We'll find you. And thank you. Um, no, thank you. Like, legit, thank you so much. Um, but we were talking about how call and response melodies. Mm. Uh, how, if I were to talk about the tonic, would you know much about that? 
Ooh, like a potion? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so if you play in the key of C, the tonic note is uh-huh. C. Oh, it's gotcha. like the yeah. Um, and if you come back to C when uh-huh. you're playing in the key of C, it feels like home, and you can create a kind of call and response feel by going like da 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 na 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 na, and then you're like, oh, that's over. Right. So yeah, doing yeah. that, it feels like a call and a response. That's like a, a thing. Yep. In it. It, that's one thing. Um, now, this song does something very interesting. You have the first time through and you're like, okay. And then it happens again and you're like, oh no, the first thing you're just like, okay, this is the song I'm listening to. It happens a second time and you're like, oh, I see. So this is the thing that it repeats. Mm. And then the third time it happens, you're like, oh, what? No, let, let me out. Let me out. I want out. And then you realize this is just a thing that repeats. That's and because, just it. Yeah, it's like anticipation. Because you know what the melody is, you know, what, as soon as you start on a verse, you're like, okay, so my brain fills in the complete rest of this. Sure. So you're already at the end. And then it's just a matter of like, fucking, come yeah, on, get to the end. Okay, I know how yeah. this goes. I know how it goes. And then it happens again. And you're like, oh, fuck, oh my God. And it's like being stuck in a time loop. Is that why it kind of feels slow, even like not tempo wise? Just like, this yeah, is like, yeah, 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 yeah. For starters, tempo-wise, it's way too fucking slow. Yeah. What the fuck was I thinking? It's a rock song. <laughs> but also, that's why it feels so slow. Because because you're already predicting it as you're going. Yeah, your brain... Yeah, that's why the first two times, you're yeah. like, I know how this goes. Yeah. Which is why, when writing lyrics... This was a, a fact I had for a series I was going to do called How to Make Your Lyrics Be Not Shit. But nice. I'm not sure if I'm going to finish it. Um, <laughs> that's a good idea. But one of the notes is, uh, if you have a predictable melody or like a really slow melody, don't say predictable lyrics. Sure. If you've got a complicated melody, then you can do predictable lyrics because the melody keeps it interesting. Yeah. But if you've got like a... If you've established the verses... Uh, or if you, if you were to be like... Sticks and stones may break... Right. Yeah. My pineapple. <laughs> <Yeah>. What? <laughs> but the whole time you're like, bones. <laughs> Just say bones. I know it's bones. <laughs> Please say bones. But that same melody, if you were to be like, mm, the time we spent apart is killing me. You're like, oh, yeah. Right, I wasn't okay. expecting that. Oh, yeah. And, you know, if you were to be like, sticks and bones, you're not like, sticks you know? and bones. Sticks and bones, baby. <laughs> My new album. But yeah, uh, predictability. Don't chuck easy to guess lyrics in a predictable melody. You gave me your hand, I gave you my heart. And with that same hand, you tore it apart. That I always like get to, and I'm like, you rhymed hand with hand. Give me my hand, I give me my heart. Oh, but with that same hand. So thematically it's kind of appropriate. But yeah, no, still garbage. That's yeah. <laughs> that was me trying to justify it then. <laughs> what kills me is that. Oh, and does it kill me? I I was writing a similar lyric now, and ah. but I think it's much better. It's uh, I put my I put my heart in your hands, and with those hands you hurt me. And I'm like, that's a better way of saying that. Hmm. Hot damn! Hot damn! Hot damn! Um, yeah. Do you do you have any more picky lyrics you want to? get? I do. Hit me! Hit me with your lyric. Mine are all mine are all like that, where it's like oh, when the first repeats, Ryan Joe sort of things. Um, yeah, I got fucking music. I've got songwriting tips. You have the the comedy. You're 15, and you're saying the word piss. Oh yeah, what a rebel you are! Because she got, she never, ever got pissed. Ever she didn't. She never got pissed. That is a fabrication. I never approached her, told her I liked her. A lot of lies in this song. <laughs> a lot of lies. She, like, <laughs> she's lies. <laughs> Just dramatic lies. Um, there was another thing. Yeah, you used me, abused me, and not to mention you tore up my insides. When? <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you fucking talking about? Well, you know, you're feeling very strongly, so I think you're, you're kind of exaggerating. You're using some... I, I mean, I guess she was nothing but a saint to me. And you know why she doesn't talk to you anymore, Alex? Because she broke up with her boyfriend, and you guys were a tight group of three. Yeah. And it'd be weird to hang out with your ex and the fucking dude who wins the ugly competition five <laughs> years from now. You know? <laughs> That's why it was nothing. It's not about you. You know, this song is a beautiful example of how uh, perception versus reality 
Yeah. And it's still something I do with today where my perception of a situation is not at all what happened. Mm. Not in like a, a bad, insane serial killer way. Sure. But just like, you know, I get anxious about stuff. And then after a situation which felt fine, mm. I'll just be like, <sighs> and like I'll send texts. Like recently I went to a show and uh, mm-hmm. afterwards I was like, I'm really sorry. I just left after t- I, a friend of mine came out and I had to say it. And the, and the person, cat was like, yeah. it's fine. I literally <laughs> didn't think about it. And this was like a couple of days afterwards. I'm like, I've got to remember. And like recently when you said, fuck Batman. And yeah, then you were like, no, I'm not going to take that back. One episode. And then we stopped recording and you were like, oh, I can't believe I said that. I was like, that's a really oh, strong opinion. Gonna- <laughs> I think saying I don't care about Batman is fine. But then Im- like implying this big thing of like, fuck Batman, you're stupid. Like, that's a big opinion. Click. <sighs> oh, what's, oh, what's happening? No, oh, don't you dare. Oh, don't no. you dare fucking drag me like this. Oh, bugger. Oh, <laughs> put it back. Put it back. Put it back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I died. I died and I'm back. I'm sorry. I are we going to justify sorry. why I did this. Are we going to have at least one of these per episode where you go into so. some sort of weird... So. I'm sorry. It's just so embarrassing. Like, I forgot about that. Like, oh. I remembered the amazing one. Uh. Did, like, this one fucking came at me from the shadows. I was like, <laughs> remember this thing? Like, why? Why? Did I beatbox over the solo? Why? What? Who am I in this narrative? I I pull out the guitar chord. That's what's happening, by the way. Oh, okay. I pull out the guitar chord, or by accident, and I'm like, bugger, put it back. And then we put it in. And then I'm beatboxing over presumably myself playing because I'm saying put it back. So I, like, what? Am I the one playing the guitar? And am I just beatboxing while playing the guitar? <laughs> And, like, I'm very much of the opinion you can put anything you want in a song. Yeah. You can write whatever you want. You can have any melodies. Yeah. As, as long as it serves the purpose. You know, if you're writing a song that's about being hurt and you happen to be in a fish market and then you have, like, a bunch of, like, fish sounds. That or makes like, sense. Yeah, like a song from a fish being like, oh, we're fish, whatever. Yeah. You can do whatever as long as it serves the purpose. James Keogh, what purpose <laughs> does this serve the song? Why does... Beatboxing have to do with literally anything. <laughs> oh. What is this? Oh, Alex Smith, I do not know. I do like to imagine if you did have to put it in the context of like this song, that you, you know how there's the movie that uh, the name of which I've blanked on, where there's the guy with the boombox and he's standing outside the girl's house. Yeah, um, it's that you've thrown pebbles at Emma's window. She winds up the window and you're just there with a microphone, just. <laughs> be- Beatboxing to get her back. I was gonna say like that's the worst thing ever, but uh, <laughs> my life's a bit weird. Um, Did you do this? Kind of. Oh, not in like a creepy way. I was a comedian sure. as a child because fucking obvious. <laughs> uh, and I was at the school of assembly. My my drama teacher also like my music teacher used to nurture me. I feel like it was kind of like a race to see who'd fucking. I don't mm. really feel like that. It was a goof. I just want to make that clear. I don't really feel like my teachers you thought... You so fast I that like, I don't think anyone even understood what the thing you were backpedaling from was. Good point. I was about to imply that my drama teacher and my music teacher were having a race to see whether they could make me a comedian or a musician. Right. And I realized to even imply that they gave a single fuck <laughs> was incorrect. Not even that, but just like to think that they cared so much that they had like some rivalry. rivalry right. They didn't. They were both just being wonderful teachers. Yeah. Uh, but my drama teacher really nurtured my comedy and she got me, I did Class Clowns a couple of years on Miss Blue Melbourne, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Um, but I was up in front of the assembly, school assembly, which I did a couple of times. Um, and this girl I met that I liked, I wanted to impress through my comedy act. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, I can't say, <laughs> so I started singing a song and I can't say what song it was because then you'll know because it, it was her name. Oh, I see. Uh, you know. Yeah, it was kind of like if, uh, if you if there was no, I can't even use an example. So this is a song you wrote about. No, this. it wasn't. It was the comedy act was, was me essentially saying if I was gonna tell a girl I liked her, you know, I'd do it really oh, fancy, you know, no. uh, you know, I'd like I'd get on stage and then, but it'd be all big, you know, I'd have like the band start playing and they'd be like da da da, and then. You know, Did you I, get the band to stop playing? No, they didn't. Because it was me. Because it wouldn't be cringy as shit if it wasn't me doing it, James <laughs> Keogh. I feel like you're not enjoying how self-deprecating I'm being. No, this is great. I'd so, love this scenario. 
So we're I, just like, wouldn't it be crazy if the band started playing yeah. and then the band don't start playing? <laughs> but uh, so I start singing. I started singing. You know, like to make it like it had to be a comedy act. Of you course. Know? Gotta be funny. Yeah, I, I had to serve a but I couldn't just be like, hey, will you grab with me? Uh-huh. Um, you know, so I'd like sing a line and then be like, and then the blah, blah, blah. But I derailed myself because I was like, I come out in a Lamborghini tux and I was like, <laughs> Lamborghini, what was this fucking Transformers? Like, and then like did a whole bit about how I had a Lamborghini tux. And then it ended. I got pulled off stage for time. Didn't oh, get to do the thing. No. Arguably. Maybe fucking fate was taking the Perhaps wheel on that luckily, one. <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh, from the depths of destiny. <laughs> you know when you send an email that's like, hey, professor, fuck this course, I'm quitting. And then it's like, this message failed to failed send. Failed to send. You're like, Thank you, destiny. <laughs> <laughs> you just look it out for me. Like, uh, maybe, maybe that was for the best. But I did tell her about it afterwards because I spew the truth. Uh, yeah. Fucking, I can't help it. Did you As get you may have noticed in this podcast. <laughs> did, the, did, it, did you win the day? Did you get the girl? I mean... You saw the song, but uh, she did. She said it was like really flattering. Like, I mean, oh, this is the girl yeah, this from is, Emma. This is, this is Emma. I she was like, was like a I think girl. that's that's really funny and and cute. And I think oh, that's why nice. we were friends. Uh, good. So I guess in a way she did know. But um, hmm. click. Why? Oh, it's back. Why are you gonna take me back there? Oh, it's back. Well, we started. We gotta finish. We gotta keep going. What more do you have to say about this? Oh boy. So well, is the actual click? Here's what I was wondering. The click to me sounds like a tongue click. It is. It, it, I thought so. Good, good ear, my man. And then you backpedal so far. Again, like before people even get the gag where like you're like, because I thought what it was was a fake ending, right? Like, oh. yeah, song's over. Wait, no, put it back. Put oh, the music back. No. Put the music back. No, I, And then you start beatboxing. And no, it's I great. do that in another song. Don't you worry. Oh, good. Fake I have endings. a lot of, lot of fake starts, fake endings. A lot of spoken uh, bits, I'm hoping. Look, probably. I heard. I, I've intentionally not listened to a lot of this music for a long time because <laughs> I'm trying to live that best life and not be myself. Yikes. Like, as I said, as you can tell, like, I am a lot harder on myself than I am on anyone else. Like, sure. anyone else can do pretty much anything to me and I'll forgive them and love them, which is not healthy necessarily. But, like, I definitely believe in the good of people. And, like, if, if someone wrote a shitty song or if yeah. they were like, I'm not conventionally attracted by society standards, I'd be like, no, fuck society. You're, you're beautiful. Like, everyone is fucking beautiful. But when it's like, hi, I'm you from like eight years ago, I'm like, you fucking stupid, ugly <laughs> idiot. Why did you do this? Why did you do any of this? But um, a lot of, yeah, a lot of like the, the, the sad and down themes from my modern music is, and the, the way I feel like I'm a monster, blah, 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 blah is because uh, I was this in the past and I hate that I can't change it. And rather mm. than just moving on and being like, but you are who you are now, right. which I know on a cognitive level, um, it just eats at me. It just, I hate it. Yeah. And yeah. But, you know, as far as the people who left because I acted unreasonably uh, or just was a fuck, uh, this one wasn't too bad. Mm. We still talk if I talk <laughs> sure yeah well yeah I'm, I'm glad that that this particular situation kind of turned out uh probably the best it could have gone you know like yeah like yeah it went pretty good uh i'm just trying to see if i got any uh do you have any more notes you know, oh yeah so this was at a time when a i didn't know my vocal range okay b i didn't know how to transpose it was very much a you sing it where it lands. Sure. This song is in this key, and I don't know how to make it otherwise. And uh, I think that's why I sound so bored in a lot of oh, my right. singing. Because it's like, when you came here, you had no friends. Uh, and there's a later song, Knock Me Down, where I, the the backing vocal yeah. is in my comfortable register. And I'm like, baby, when you break my heart. And it like, sounds really <laughs> impassioned and cool. But like the main vocal is like, Baby, would you Because <laughs> I didn't know what vocal range I was. And that, that was at a time when I thought that an E above middle C was difficult. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm sure it was at the time. But uh, now it's not. It's quite now comfy, it's comfy now. Now you're good. You got that comfy full range. I feel like uh, I've created a, an uncomfortable and negative atmosphere on this podcast. I'm really sorry. Oh, no, I disagree. I think I think this for you is, is looking back at something you, you know, I mean, the whole podcast is looking at, back at stuff that you don't, you know, necessarily didn't necessarily want to look back at, yeah. but like this, I think for you is is a situation that um, you know it's bringing up some stuff in, from from your past, some unsavory stuff that not only on like you know cringy stuff for you, you yeah. know, but like stuff that 
that uh, that you did, you know, that you have been saying that you didn't like the person that you were. Yeah. Not just like, oh, this guy is, um, you know, is making a big deal out of himself. This is a person who uh, had actions that you don't agree with. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah. I think I think you're learning to confront this and forgive yourself, which is is good. Yeah, like I definitely feel as though I am not this person anymore. As I said, with that that situation that happened recently, yeah, um, handled it completely differently. Uh, the song we're playing at the end of this episode is how I dealt with it differently. I don't think I was quite like the best way you can handle it yet. Mm. Um, but we'll get to that when it's time to talk about the song. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Yeah, it just kills me that the past happened and I can't change it. <laughs> yeah, but everyone feels that way, you know? True. Like, I, I had opinions in high school, you know, I'm sure that were not the way I feel now. True. Also, um, happy happy birthday, by the way. I know it'll be a long time. Since, like, it's a long time now saying this. It's honestly, yeah. But you've aged. I have aged. So uh, I'm an old man. I'm a 21-year-old. We started this podcast when I was the the young baby age of 20. Yeah. Um. And in fact, the first episode went live after my birthday. So at no point, <laughs> at no point during this uh, this thing, you should have said happy birthday in episode one. I didn't have the foresight to uh, realize when it was going to come out. Exactly. Because I would have plugged a, a gig I had very recently after it coming out. Mm. And I'm trying to organize a gig to come out when this one comes out, but uh, I don't know if I'm going to have it in time. So... Well, stay I'm tuned saying. if you yeah, yeah, keep stay tuned, tuned uh, on uh, all our socials. Um, I would cut the fucking weird beatbox bit, beatbox bit if, if you I were remaking this. Yeah. Also, um, you know the whoa bit, which is like kind of fun. Yeah. I think I fucking ripped it off. From where? From Since You've Been Gone. Not, not oh, the Kelly Clarkson version? version? No, okay. by Rainbow, which is I think one of, if not, I'm, I've done the one of if not and then made a huge fucking claim <laughs> a lot this episode. But uh, one of my favorite rock songs, I think it's just a good rock song, is Since You've Been Gone by Rainbow. I'll have to give it a listen. You have to. It's so fucking good. But uh, the like little instrumental bit after the chorus is, whoa, 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 since you've been gone. Which and sounds that- a lot like, Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> since Emma, you, I mean Emma, Emma. <laughs> Emma, Emma. Fucking um, Since You Be Gone by Kelly Clarkson is better than Since You Be Gone by Rainbow. Ooh, uh, then that is the official opinion of... You take that back. My songs suck. Is that... Are you, are you really saying that Kelly Clarkson's version is better than Rainbow? I haven't listened to Rainbow, but yes, <sighs> that is what I'm saying. I don't want to break you like a toothpick, James Kehoe, but... Do it. <laughs> what is this podcast? What is this podcast we've been we've oh, I'm staring at a photo of you in a Hawaiian t-shirt and a trilby, and it's just <sighs> he's so dreamy. Is the thing? I didn't have my beard. No beard. Just a slimy wet boy. That's a clean a faced man. If I've ever seen one. Oh, let's wrap this up. <sighs> yeah. Um. I mean, so the- that I can look at that picture some more. I'll send you the real picture, and you'll be like, wow. That's this fucking uh, Charmeleon right here. Charmeleon? Yeah. Cause, uh, As in like you were a Charmander, now you're Charizard. Yeah. Now you're looking at Charmeleon, I'll send you the fucking ugly Charmander. <laughs> oh my Fantastic. Boy. Well, that'll do it for this episode. Yeah. Um, thank you all for listening. Thank you to uh, That's Not Canon Productions for having us on the network. Um, and Zane, our righteous podcast father! And Zane, our thank righteous you, podcast Zane. father. Um. Our producer, Zane, is who that is. Um, (laughs) Our theme song, our opening song is Mr. Heads and Tails by Your Man Alex Smith. It is. Your Man Alex Smith is in the room and can explain where to get more stuff from him. Yeah, if you you like my music, you can find it on Bandcamp, Spotify and iTunes. Um, And that's all I have to say about that. I'm sorry, I kind of put a weird inflection in playing. There's going to be more. But (laughs) James Kehoe. You've got stuff to plug as well. Me, I have another podcast. It's called Unfeatured Articles. It's also on this network. That's not Canon Productions. Um, You can check that out if you'd like to as well. Um, I am a part of a sketch comedy group as well. Yeah, you know, uh, that's you the Good Time Boys. Good Time Boys. Uh, you can find them on Facebook and on YouTube as well. Just search us up. I don't think we have very good SEO, search engine optimization on YouTube. 
So if you search the Good Time Boys, it might not even show up. That's fair. Um, but, but if you search King of Beers, Good Time Boys, it does come up. That's right. That's one of our sketches. Um, other than that, uh, I think that'll about do it for us. Do you have any more passing remarks? Anything you wanted to say, Alex? Um, stay true to yourself because that's the only you you got. Wow. But also this next song that we're going to listen to is... Did you just stop us recording? Oh, I thought I heard a click. I'm sorry. Thank you, Zane. Thank you, Zane. I fucked wow. up. I'm sorry. Thank you, Zane. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mr. Unprofessional over here. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm You're very vulnerable. This is a very vulnerable <laughs> episode. No, thank you. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, but thank you for uh, opening up about, about your past. <laughs> that is what you do with this entire podcast. Um, so it's very cool that you're willing to do that. It'll, it'll be more chill in other episodes. This was just a bit of a, a spiky one. A bit of a spiky one. This one I felt, yeah, it, it seemed like something you had to get through. Yeah, it was like a, yeah. And I mean, it's a, it's a good song. And as I, was, as I was saying at the start, like it's, it's you feeling the feelings that you had. And, and I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with that. Mm. I feel like me opening up is kind of like opening the Ark of the Covenant and then like your face melts off and you scream and then you die. My like, face didn't melt when I listened to this song. True. Maybe next time. So that'll do it for us. Yeah. Um, join us next time. This is Dream Girl we're going to close with. Uh, it is from the album Tragedy. Uh, from Ooh. Your- oops. I want to take that one again. Oops. From the album Crazy Days. <laughs> this is why he's the one who made the song <laughs> and the album. Out from the album Crazy Days. Uh, take a listen. And once again, thank you so much for listening.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.